With this episode, we're coming to the end of our journey with Tamara and Wilder. As promised, I will be making this available in ebook format, possibly print format, so we can look forward to that. And also, whatever else these roses and thorns may have in store for us. So, without further ado, here is the eighth and final episode of The Rose That Got Away. Thank you guys for listening. Know him how? From the garden? Alicia asked, eyes wide with excitement. I nodded. Yeah, we were friends, kinda. Wilder pushed away from where he'd been leaning against one of the tables. Do you think you could get in touch with him? I scoffed. Not unless he wants to be in touch. We know how this works. Unless he wants to be found, he's a ghost. I explained. Even ghosts can be summoned, Wilder shrugged. Yeah, and obviously somebody did, but I'm not trying to end up like Tommy Turner because I wasn't minding my business. Alicia shook her head. So what, we just let it go? All of this for nothing? The goal was to save May and Amelia, I thought. Wilder asked, eyebrows raised. It was, but... But nothing, I interrupted. You wanted them safe? They are. Take the win. Because of what I know about Isaiah holds true, things can very quickly change. We follow this path, it puts a target on all of us. Wilder huffed. So what? We're scared of this dude? Why? We got the same fucking training. Not exactly, I answered, shaking my head. And besides that, it's not about being scared, it's about being smart. We're gonna get in touch with him, for what? To do what, exactly? Turn him over to the police? Get him to apologize? What's the purpose? Answers, Alicia insisted, but again, I shook my head. That has never been our place, getting all the answers. We're not superheroes or cops. We're mercenaries, hired guns playing spies. We complete the mission and then we go back to base and wait for orders. We're not those brainwashed soldiers anymore, Alicia snapped, crossing her arms. Or hell, maybe that's what floats your boat, but it doesn't work for me. Not anymore. My head reared back. Maybe it floats my boat? I was minding my goddamn business until Wilder brought his ass in my face. I got pulled back into something I never wanted. Alicia pushed out a deep sigh, then lifted her hands. I get that, and I'm sorry. You were never supposed to be a part of any of this, and I wish you hadn't been dragged into it. But the fact of the matter is, you're here now. And yes, May and Amelia are safe, which was the initial goal. But can you look me in my face and tell me this feels settled with this new information in, up in the air? Does this really feel close to you? No, it didn't. But I didn't know what the hell I was supposed to do about it, since no matter what Alicia or Wilder said, reaching out to Isaiah was the furthest thing from a real option in my mind. Not that I would know where to start anyway. So instead of trying, I was drinking. After walking away from that conversation, I'd shaken off the tail Alicia put on me when I left her compound, then found myself at a bar well off the beaten path of the strip. I got a neat bourbon and savored it slow, letting long-suppressed memories float up from their prison to dominate the forefront of my mind. I'd 
loved Isaiah. At least as much as I've been capable of such a feeling back then. Not romantically either. We came to the garden around the same time. Trained together, got paired together on missions often. We were each other's backup, part of each other's cover. We talked, we laughed, we agreed on how wrong it felt when we had to play a couple. But we did the job. Every job. And we did it well. We were wrapping up a mission when the garden fell. The comms we used in our ears to communicate with each other went down and we lost contact. I went to the rendezvous point and I waited longer than I should have, but he never showed. I looked for him all over Martinique, never found him. And now, damn near two years later, there he was, live and in color. He'd been in the same damn room with me and hadn't even bothered to drop a hint, toss a wave, nothing. So you're alive. I damn near jumped out of my skin at the sound of a male voice in my ear, but really, I shouldn't have been surprised by Isaiah sliding onto the bar stool beside me. It was almost surreal having him right in front of me though. Handsome as ever, with the same mischievous glint in his eyes. His golden brown skin, at least what was on display, bore more scars than I remembered though. Ditto, I told him, swallowing the rest of my drink in one gulp. Would have been too much to ask to get a hint before now, I guess. Aw, you cared? He teased, nudging my shoulder with his before he flagged the bartender down to order a drink of his own. Yeah, I cared. Not that you gave a shit, I said once the bartender had walked away. I would ask what you've been up to, but I already know. A smirk spread over his lips. Yeah, that's not going to be a problem between us. Is it? Is that why you're here? Because you know I saw you? You know it is. And you know I don't want to hurt you, Tam. You know I don't want to hurt you, Zay, I countered, rolling my eyes. I should put this glass through your jaw for even saying that shit to me. Are you for real right now? It's not personal. I was doing a job, and I assume you were too. Who do you work for? Big Jake's Auto Repair. Be serious. I am serious, I snapped. I got wrapped up with some people who were trying to keep Turner's mistress and love child out of his crossfire. Some bullshit happened. We were just trying to figure it all out. Who do you work for? <laughs> the highest bidder. I laughed. Yeah, sounds about right. Don't judge me. I'm not. I'm not, I insisted when his raised eyebrows spoke clear doubt. I'm just saying, when we dreamed of getting away from this shit, you always said you were going to put what you learned to good use. The bartender slid Isaiah a glass of something dark, no ice, and he picked it up, knocking it back in one wince-inducing gulp before he pierced me with an intense gaze and nodded. Yeah, I guess I did, huh? I nodded. So... To answer your question, no, as far as I'm concerned. There's no problem between us because our interests are not at odds. Unless you're supposed to eliminate the woman and the child, too. Isaiah shook his head. Nope. I've got a rule about that now anyway, but, ah, uh, this is some political beef shit. Senator Grant wanted Turner out of here, so he's out of here. Deep-ass pockets make a lot of shit happen around here. The way of the world. 
always has been, always will. Maybe not always, I countered. Or at least, maybe it doesn't have to be. Giving me a sideways glance, Isaiah scoffed. Who has you on that optimistic bullshit? It's not bullshit, I laughed. It's just, there are decent people in the world. And they can make a difference. They're trying to make a difference. So that's who you're hanging out with now? Some Justice League motherfuckers? Not exactly. They're us. Or used to be, rather. Thorns and roses? I nodded. Yeah. And they're trying to help people. That's what you're on now, then, he asked, meeting my eyes. It will be a good look for you, I think. You always were soft. Oh, fuck you, I laughed, then shook my head. And I don't know yet. Maybe? I think you do know, he said, nudging my shoulder again. I saw you laughing with old boy coming out of the hotel. Dancing with him at the gala, too. My eyes went wide. So you did see me there and said nothing. I was on a job, he shrugged. And my mind was blown too, he said. I hadn't seen your ass in years. Didn't know what happened to you and then there you are. Would have thought I was seeing things if old boy wasn't grinning in your face so damn hard. I laughed. I take it you want to talk about Wilder. Starting with what kind of name is that? Stop it, I giggled. He's cool. Got it. So y'all are fucking me. Wow, that is quite a leap. He scoffed. So y'all aren't? We are, I admitted, shaking my head as that know-it-all smirk came back to his face. I knew I knew what I was talking about. You can't get it past me. He's a thorn. And the light-skinned baddie. Her too, right? I nodded. Alicia. She left a long time ago, though. Became a bodyguard, turned that into a whole business, and... Took down the damn garden. We almost died because of her. Isaiah shrugged. Yeah, but we're also free because of her. I raised an eyebrow. Oh, I'm glad you can see it like that, since she wants to talk to you. I'm not looking for a job. Neither was I, and yet... You're on your captain's saver whole shit. I noticed. He laughed. And I laughed too, because that framing was actually pretty accurate for what my relationship with May had ended up becoming. So, what should I tell her then? I asked him. That you'll come in when you're ready? That I'm not coming in. I'm not interested. So you're just going to sell your services to whoever can pay for the rest of your life? He turned his empty glass on the glossy bar top. Maybe not the rest of my life. Just until I get tired of it. And then you'll give her a call. Alright, I'm out of here. He chuckled rising from his seat and tossing a 20 onto the bar. I was about to object, but then he grabbed my hand, slipping a scrap of paper between my fingers. I didn't have to look at it to know it was his phone number. Stay in touch, Tam. I squeezed his hand back. Bye, Zay.
He was gone then, just as suddenly as he arrived. Only a few moments passed before a new body slipped onto the same stool he just occupied. This time, though, I had been expecting it. That looked like a nice reunion, Wilder said, already holding a drink. He'd been lurking at a corner table after following me from the compound. The backup, in case I shook off the other person trailing me. It was, I agreed. You can tell Alicia he doesn't care about May or Amelia or even Lana for that matter. He was paid to get rid of Turner, so he did. That's all. Wilder nodded. Good. I think that'll settle it for Boss Lady. And May and Amelia are already on their way to an undisclosed location. They've got new names now, though. Good for them, I smiled. I, I guess that's it, huh? Case closed. Everybody go their own separate ways. You're the only one trying to get away, Tamara, he said. And it's not like I can make you stay. If this is goodbye, you can just say that. What if I don't want it to be? He smirked, sparking a wholly different feeling than when Isaiah did the same. Then, you can just say that, too. I pursed my lips, considering it for a bit before I answered. I had spent so much time getting away. Prided myself on my ability to figure my way out of sticky situations. Counted it as one of my best skills. But now... When I thought about it, it just made me tired. Running was not what I wanted my life to be. I looked up at Wilder, meeting his gaze with a smile. How about you have a drink with me?